welcome to Bear With Me, the podcast. The place where we get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts. I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. And today we have an extra special. We have a guest. If slightly late. Yes. Mm. Oh, I, I'm like, hold on a second. Oh my God, you two got that right first time. <laughs> Yes, right that's because Stephen's time. edited out all the bits he can't say. <laughs> I did not. You absolute liar. So, back to our extra special, yes. extra late guest. After performing live last night... Yes. ...on Instagram, on Instagram, on Facebook... Facebook, Zoom, Twitch, and YouTube for a little bit. Would you, would you like to introduce yourself? Who are you? Um... I'm, my name is Andrew. <laughs> or better known as? Better known as The Moody Bear. With a the mark. With a the at the front. The. 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 the, the, the. the. Really? I just thought yes, it was I am Moody Bear these days. It's the Moody Bear. I am The Moody Bear. Or as, as one of my daddies likes to call me, The Moody Bear International. <laughs> yes, because you're international. He is international, but what I took yeah. out of that was one of. <laughs> <laughs> That's jealousy. <gasps> so we've Poor been trying shock. for a, we've been trying for a while to get you on to do a, a thing, and obviously we've finally tied you down. Um, and lovingly, you have. Yeah, it it, it 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 took a pandemic to tie me down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, because work all the time. <laughs> Self-employed, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. Tell the government that. <laughs> I'm loving that you have a mug entitled with property of, and I believe that said Moody Bear, not the Moody Bear. No, it says Moody Boss. No, it, was a, it, was a, it was a gift because my, my, I, I had a mug that was used to say hot stuff on it that I broke. And it was a pipe mug and it was basically my favourite mug and there we go. So my, my best mate decided to get me a new mug saying property of Moody Boss. Oh, see, that's oh. good friends, Mark. That's what good friends do. <laughs> silent, is that one of those silent, silent moments in, yeah. the, in the podcast? That yeah, the silent moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Adrian, so let's start. Why don't you... Tell us a bit about yourself. Can I get some clothes on first? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we were already half an hour late, right? The option there is gone. <laughs> <laughs> no. And Steve was definitely keeping that in the podcast. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, if I shady bet, you know that. It's on a t shirt from last night. Also, have you sliced no, something a, down a, that? That that is there is there is a stain down that like this so yes that's what this, this, it's cold in here so yeah I need to kind of keep warm why my nipples get erect <laughs> so yes back to the question like 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 hi let's like, hi then how do you know me and Stephen. Well, well, we'll start with the easy one. That's Stephen, because <laughs> apparently I ignore Stephen a lot. Yes, at first <laughs> for like yeah. a year. <laughs> for a year. Three events. Um, I follow them. Really, I, uh, yeah, I follow them on Instagram. I follow them on all, all these different things, but I had no idea who he was. Um, 
and then it kind of just clipped. I think what the Pride a few years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Just point out. Okay. So and he was like, yeah, I've seen I've seen you so loads of times. I'm like, okay. Two beer bashes, uh, two beer bashes, and a pride. Uh, chatting to him for a considerable amount of time, considering he was working. Nothing, no recognition whatsoever. It was like, okay. <laughs> and, and then, the, yeah, pride a couple of years ago, it was like, oh my god, I recognise yeah. you. I know who you are. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we haven't met before. I'm like, oh, okay, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. But then again, Mark, come on, my memory's not exactly great, is it? Because considering the second time we met, I had no idea who you were, but I was like, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> but we both we both done that, didn't we? We both done the... Mm. We both... <laughs> <laughs> like cats, safe distance. It's like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm, where, where, where do I know where, you from? Oh know, my God! <laughs> where do I know you from? Did we fall out? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, that was, that, that was my experience with Stephen. Stephen was... Um, and then we got gaming hug, and, and and we've been friends ever since. Yes. Oh. And, and shady bitches ever since. So yeah. <laughs> no. So cheesy. That's lies. <gasps> Stephen says it lies. Surely you have photo evidence of your shade between the two of you, Andrew. Um. Only only one. I think there's only one photo of us together when we were being shady. But that was. I think he even published that photo. Yes. <laughs> Are you cackling in the corner? We, no, that was after we were being shady. <laughs> that was after we were being shady, yeah. but it was, it was it was good fun. It was, um, yes. But yes, and then how I met Mark. Oh, well, it was many many moons ago. Like you're talking fourteen years ago. So back when Rob was possibly more than that. Yeah, because it was you. You were you were single. I think you were so. smaller. Was, yes. So, so, you think so, yeah. So were you. Well, yeah, I was I was perpetually single by then. Um, yeah, single, and then, um, yeah, I went to Edinburgh for a, a weekend, um, and then basically proceeded to meet this wonderful rugby player person that was there, that was chatting me up, and, and then you met we Mark. ended up in bed together. <laughs> he was very sweet back then. I'm very sweet now, as Stephen keeps calling me I'm a lovely Disney princess. No, that's not what I say. But you that's, keep what that I take, that's what I take from what you, you call yeah, me, you, so it's fine. Yeah, you keep that narrative. I call you a lot of things. You do call me a lot of things. <laughs> I just hold on to it, you keep calling me a Disney princess. Nope. Well, the, sec- the thing is, the second time I met Mark after that was like, because, um, yeah, that, I, I know why I forgot you, because that, that, that Edinburgh trip, I got mugged on the way home. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I remember that one. Um, yeah, and then we, the second time we met, I was working the door of the Big Scrum when it was in Legends, and he came waltzing down the stairs when you were with uh, David, and literally... Looked at me and like, I know you. Why do I know you? And it literally took me four hours sat on the door thinking, where do I know this guy from? Where do I know? Racking my brain. Thinking, That's what you call memorable. Uh... <laughs> and then was like, oh my god, yes, oh my god, yeah, flashback. Ah! <laughs> See, screaming. <laughs> Yeah, and then, then it was the, I know where I know you from. And the, and you were like, yeah, I know where I know you from now. <laughs> oh, my God. So my takeaway from that is these are both filthy whores that can't remember, like, your hookups. 
Um, to be fair, I I have I've had a lot happen since that time. So, <laughs> point exactly. <laughs> I'm just that memorable. Well, and <laughs> um, so. That's kind of how you know us. So tell us, we talk a lot about, obviously, your products you do and what you do within the community. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you what you actually do, what your business all is. All of the things. And all of the things you kind of are involved in the community. Um, oh, God. Right, okay, where do we start? Um, right, I run Moody Bear, themoodybear.com. Uh, let me get to that point. Jesus, he does interrupt a lot, doesn't he? Mark, remember that you're taping on your phone, your watch. Stop clapping. Yes. Um, at least he's not playing with Lego this week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yes. TheMoodyBear.com. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a clothing company for bears, um, and he's, now he's going to get Lego. Um, it's a clothing company for bears that I started with a friend of mine, um, Dave, back in 2000. Well... I met Dave in 2008. I started Moody Bear in 2010 when I met Glenn. Um, and then took a year to kind of build. But yeah, it's a clothing company for bears because we don't have enough clothes, decent clothing out there for us. Um, so I decided to print stuff because I was going mentally insane. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it then just snowballed. That that's the Moody Bear. Um, that's the short version. If you want the long version, I can just spiel it off the website if you want me to. <laughs> um, and then the, sh- the the other thing is, I also do Berioki, which is the um, longest running bear night in Manchester. Um, uh, that's every Sunday. Uh, I also work with the Man Bears. Um, five of us organise. Uh, Bear Bash and Pre-Hibernation and other events throughout the year for the uh, Bears in Manchester. Um, what else do I do? I do occasional DJing for different community groups, different people. Um, and yeah, I'm a very busy professional bear, as I, people call me. When do you want a singing contest at some point? Or a talent contest? Was I? On national TV. No. No. Did you get? Did, were you? Were you not no. with? Were you not still singing with the bears when you were on? No. 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 I was. I was an original show bear. That was it. I, I was. I was an original show bear. We. I, I left for creative differences. Um. Uh-huh. Would you like to share those? <laughs> I'm laughing at Stephen's face. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will stick at creative differences. Okay. Um, the, there there were issues at the time, um, and basically it just kind of fell apart for that 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 incarnation of them. So um, were you the Beyonce or were you the Michelle? Um, what? <laughs> oh, we're talking like he's a more Destiny's like the, Child reference. He's there. more like the Sugar Babes, not the first one which left. Early on, and then they got really good. No, <laughs> then they brought Heidi in. Um... <laughs> I was thinking about Atomic Kitten. <laughs> well, oh. I, 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 what? What? Is he Kerry Katona? <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> 
What, you you said I'm Kerry Katona? Yeah, well, I'm Matt said nose. that. Uh, uh, yeah, but I don't shop at Iceland. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know, with lockdown, you might have to shop at Iceland. Oh, God. Anyway, yes, 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 yes. I do do a lot in the bear community. I have done a lot in the bear community. I have pretty much been around for um, since 2008. I am a sash queen. What did you win? I, w- I won Mr. Cub 2008. Oh. In Manchester? So, in Manchester, yeah. When when the Bear Bash still had the um, titles going, um, I won. I was the. I was. In fact, I was the last crowned Mr. Cup 2008. So technically, I still am Mr. Cup. Um, and was this at the Birdcage? This was at the Birdcage. It's one of the first times at the Birdcage. Um, so yeah, I got pulled on stage by Jonathan Mayer. I got embarrassed in front of everybody else. But it, there was also a scandal regarding my um, election because um, basically there was only. 15 votes in it in the end yeah um, so you wrecked it so that was like was that the committee votes uh, uh, <laughs> apparently apparently they didn't have to rig it um, I did I did turn around and say you didn't rig this did you and they were like oh, no actually we didn't we didn't have to <laughs> I was like oh right okay <laughs> but yeah there was like 15 votes in it and I got I got. I, I, after that, I saw the worst of the bear community and also the best of it. So that was the kind of like, okay, this is what I've got myself in for. Ah! <laughs> but that kind of started the the road of being a person wanting to do more, wanting to be out in the community, wanting to do stuff for everybody and everything else. So because yeah, mental health wise and everything else, it was like, oh yeah, I need to, I need to do this. <laughs> Let me survive. So talking about particularly the Manchester Bear community, what's changed since like you first started? Like going on to the scene too. Um, it's right. It's drastically changed. Um, the scene has become. Uh, it's got. Frankly, well, it was going for a revival um, in the last year and a bit. Um, but yeah, I think you'll find that the scene has changed from because people suddenly got tired of going out um, because they they you used to be able to. Going out used to be a case of, I'm not going to get sex anywhere else but by going out. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to pull. I'm not going to meet people. I'm not going to talk to people unless I go out on the scene. Um, and that's how the scene started. That's how the bear scene started, especially because it was people for like-minded likes, like-minded. Um, this is how we. This is how we are. Then it all changed when the likes of Gaydar came along. That started the decline. Yeah, remember Gaydar. That, that wonderful chat room um, that started a decline of kind of people starting to go out stopping going out and doing stuff at home then you have this wonderful um, mobile technology that made it all instant and people no longer needed to go out to get shag because it was like okay I can just get uh, I just need to do this now I just need to press my phone and that's it I've got somebody um, but that's again um, because of how things have now started to change on that aspect, because people are getting fucked off with apps, they're getting fucked off with time wasters and the drug culture and everything else, the scene has now started to kind of become a place of, oh, actually, I'm going to go out. I'm actually going to go out and meet people and talk to people and see people. Um, but you've also noticed a shift in how events run, because events used to have a very, very heavy sex element to it. So you'd, you'd have the dark rooms, you'd have the kind of play spaces. Whereas now that's become a minimal feature, 
because people are actually saying, no, I actually want to meet people. I actually want to kind of socially interact. I want to have friends. I want to kind of grow relationships. So I, I think it's changed a lot and it is constantly changing. The one thing about the gay scene is it is always, always changing. And it's um, very difficult on the bar and the club and the, the event organizers front to try and keep on head of that kind of wave. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an interesting place to work because you do see a lot of different things. You do you, you do see kind of one minute people are out all in like when I first went out on the scene, it was leather bears, the staple bear uniform. Everyone was in a check shirt. I mean, everyone was in a check shirt um, and, and jeans and like kind of work boots and stuff like that. And leather it was leather, rubber, and everything else went, and that just disappeared the way. Because they went out in that to get laid. They went out like in that to show off. Now, appearance isn't a massive, massive thing to go for when you're going out. No, now when you're going out, you're going for, actually, you just want to have, hang out with my mates. The flip side of that is that people now call it clique culture. Because you have the groups of friends that go out and meet each other on the scene. And then you have people that go out and think, oh, well, I just want to kind of meet people. And, oh, well, there's a click 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 no they're just groups of mates but they've known each other for years or you the, the, the thing is you can't then just slag it off because it's, it's saying that so it's that of all this sort of kind of mishmash of different things happening and i see a lot from my dj booth it's great fun an awful lot <laughs> more than I, what people want me to see yeah i can imagine it's <laughs> been just off the back of what one of the th- you're talking about cultural changes and shifts shifts and fetishes and things obviously again from the DJ booth to me the biggest fetish change I've seen in the last kind of two three years is the pub scene which is that kind of mm. introduction of it does tend to be younger guys I mean there is a mix of there is yep. a mix of guys but it is it is a way that younger guys seem to have brought themselves into the likes of the bear scene the kink scene the community scene have has that kind of increased obviously from where you are and what you're seeing have you seen that sort of reflected as well yeah it's uh, the pop scene kind of just exploded because it became accessible mm. um, it was an accessible way into a scene um, whereas in America the pop scene started more from the BDSM and leather community and that's where it kind of it started filtering in from over, over there into here over here then you had the likes of um, big websites and information like serious pop um, that kind of gave the information out there for how what pop play was, um, and then it just developed in the UK from the bear and the furry scene, and then when those two came together, you got what you what we have now is a general pop scene, um, because basically it was it was people that wanted to access a scene, but didn't know how because the bears wouldn't accept the Twinkie boys always, annoyingly, um, no matter how much we try. Um, then yeah, they wanted to be part of something because that is a very big cultural thing nowadays is they need to be part of something. They have to be part of something. Um, and it's that element of, the, I think the pop scene has become accessible for that. Uh, pop events have obviously grown and become massive, um, but you're also now seeing a lot of older pups come into it because they're finding it as a way of uh, freedom and expression, um, which is one thing I like pop scene for. I used to be, uh, well, kind of still am a pup, but it's very limited when I do it um, but I'm very much a old school BDSM style guard dog type 
if you get me input mode, you're going to have me growling and having me basically guarding you. <laughs> so that's going to be fun, but... But yeah, it's it, the pup scene is... Um, one thing I love about Bear Bash is the fact that we have pups that come and wear their hoods and wear their gear. And there literally are pups of all different sizes. The bear pups that come, because they don't feel like they fit on the pup scene, because it's all very twinky. And it's very strange, because there's a lot, a lot of the, um, crossover between what people want. And the bear scene seems to be this one thing in the middle where everybody can be who they want to be. So you'll have like... The, um, I drew this once as a Venn diagram, but yeah, uh, the, you have the bear scene in the middle, and you have literally the leather scene which crosses over, you have the rubber scene that crosses over, you have a um, pup scene and everything else like that, and every single one of them has a part in the bear scene. Um, so you have the leather bears, you'll have the rubber bears, you'll have the pup bears, you'll have every one of them. Even you have got drag bears now, is a scene. So they all have this central focus around the bear scene, and literally as they get. Um, grow up into it or go into it they've become more and more important part of the uh, culture and part of the community which is fantastic it's why the bear scene is so diverse <sighs> see that's that's that aspect as well but then then you need to get onto the aspect of what the community is yay <laughs> yeah but I'm going to do a lot of talking in this you do realise this that's fine that's fine. Um, any questions so far from you, Stephen? Um, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. His, his, question, his questions are, are the more. We're doing the serious talk first. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's 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 dip, the the scene is going to be changing a lot more even more after this I think the pandemic is going to change how people interact even more so um, and I think it's going to make people realise the fact they need to get out and they need to support a scene that is there for them um, so we, hopefully the bars will survive this um, because I, I can guarantee there are going to be some businesses and some bars that don't um, and it's going to affect everything it's gonna because you're suddenly gonna lose the safe space where you can go to, and, and uh, suddenly gonna lose everything else. Um, but yeah, I think it's the community is kind of coming together a lot more through this, um, and you are noticing a lot of people on, especially online, Facebook, and everything else that are kind of trying to spearhead the kind of let's support the community, support each other, keep everyone together, um, checking on everybody else, uh, and you you see that a lot around the it's, um, social media aspect nowadays rather than people being the whole selfish cunts that they usually are so but yeah it's fun it's going to be a fun old time <coughs> professional oh, I coughing love the from Stephen Stephen. Co what? And, and he coughed correctly too he, he followed the government guidelines on how to cough I did right I did he, he did <laughs> yeah yeah does that mean you can't go into work now? Do you need to self-isolate? No, it's not a continuous strike-off. Um, <laughs> so kind of like going back to... You think that the bear scene is going to change after, you know, lockdown and mm. everything's finished. Where do you kind of see see it going? Is it going to be more, like, uh, night-based? Because... I don't know about Mark, but I think in Edward, I think, not particularly the bear scene, but the gay scene, it's going to be more social like day based 
So I can mm. I can see that particularly like CCs and all that. Maybe at the moment they're kind of all open, but they're open for the pre theater groups. I can probably see them opening up for more like the sociable gays that want to hang out, like like Sunday brunch things like that. Well, we have that already. Yeah, we have we have a lot of guys that um, uh, we had that already like the quiz nights and um, game nights and stuff like that that people have already established started doing. Um, I can see now there's going to be a new online community uh, coming up. Uh, we um, like I know Steve at Man Bears is already thinking about after the pandemic. Yeah, how we can actually build this in build the quiz nights and game nights into man bears as a social thing um but he he doesn't do he, he's he's also not thinking kind of locally as in we take it to a bar he's thinking we need to do it continually online as well yeah because i think this is the, the, the aspect is that the community has now exploded more um so there are still going to be people that can't come out there's still going to be people that can't get to a bar but how do you involve them because at the minute they're involved and they're more involved than they ever have been before um because you'll, you'll have those people that have been... You've got the people online saying, oh, yeah, I've been self-isolating for years because I've got this. I'm like, oh, yeah, but you're now involved in this community because you're the one people are looking to because you've coped with this sort of behaviour and this lifestyle. Um, it takes that kind of... They've become the community leaders as an aspect because it's like, what do we do? What do we? What, what do people do in this like kind of lockdown? Well, I've been forcibly locked down for years, so, yeah, hey. But it's um, I can see it, it's it's going to become a very big change on how events are run. It's going to be a big change on how um, bars are run. I can see lots of day events. I can see lots of early finish events uh, rather than going on till four, five, six o'clock in the morning. I can now see it being. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. you even out after ten o'clock, Mark. Yeah, I'm so I'm so not a nightmare. I'm I'm so not a nightmare. I'm like ten o'clock. It's like done. I'm done. Want to go bed? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm getting like that in my old age, and I have to work till God knows what time in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's. Um, I see the the change is going to be positive, and it's going to take the venues are going to have to kind of adapt to how they do it. Um, I know the Rams already thinking of future future plans as well. Uh, I, I'm convinced the Eagles probably got stuff ready for it. Um, but it's yeah, we're. we're people are already on the ball thinking what are we going to do um, because one we've got to get people out again we have to get them outside um, we have to get them socialising people are saying it's going to be a massive part at the end of it yeah there'll be a party but there'll also be restrictions on that party because we have to still be careful um, this isn't going away anytime soon um, no matter who you talk to whatever you talk to yes fine lockdown might finish but we're still going to have a virus to deal with that's heavily contagious so um, yeah and I think you you do have the gays that kind of um, fly in the difference the indifference of kind of well I'm going to hook up anyway well yeah do if you want to hook up but just be safe even more so because it's like this is a different killer yeah <laughs> it's not like it's not like it's not like the, the HIV oh you actually have to have sex to do this no we can kiss and we can get this you don't even need to kiss you can literally just stand next yeah. to someone yeah so this is this is the this is the aspect of you know you know all those um, old eighties kind of lies about HIV. Mm-hmm. They actually apply to this pandemic. Yeah. 
You can catch it from a toilet seat. You can catch it through kissing. And currently there so, is also yeah. no known cure. Hey. Well, there is. It's your own body. It's a virus. It's mm. your own body. So this whole thing about the, the whole vaccine aspect of it, it's like kind of, yeah, it, it, the vaccine is the antibodies that we are producing. But it's not going to be... Um, it's like when they did the, the, the Spanish flu and the, the swine flu and everything else. It's like, yeah, the flu is a massive, massive killer. Um, it's just a case of the, the minute. It's, it's just a heavy drain on the resources. That's why we've got to try and slap, flatten the curve. Wow. <coughs> Sorry, that, is that my political broadcast from the Tory party? <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I feel a bit sick now. This is, I, I'm, I, I find it all very interesting from where I sit because obviously I'm back in the politics, so I see both the English side and the Scottish side of the news. So you have Nicola Sturgeon very much laying down the law, pulling no punches, telling people this is what you need to do, this is a reality, followed by Jane Goody, Goodly? Jane Godly. Jane Godly. No, Godly. Jane Godly. Jane Godly, doing her comedy version of all of our broadcasts, which is epic. And what's even better, you know, is Nicola Sturgeon retweeting them. But then you come to the English side, and, and I think I see my favourite review today of everything. It's like, okay, stay inside, but you don't need to stay inside, you can still go out. Um, don't do this. Oh, but you can also do this. It's... It, 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 it's such a it's such a mishmash of information well there's, it's it's also a fact that we have the global news network so you have people looking everywhere else in the world and see what they're doing and so like kind of well, why can't we do this why can't they do this why can't they do this um, yes they've dealt with it very very poorly yes we've this lockdown is going to last another god knows how many weeks um, but there is, looking at the contagious, the way the virus works, there, there is literally, we just have to wait it out. We have to ride our time. And no matter, yeah, fine. The political parties and political leaders might be, one might be saying, sh shouting at you, the other one might be doing it as a pussyfoot way. But it's still the case of there are still people breaking that law. There's still people in Scotland, like your political minister that went to a fucking holiday home, was it the the actual medical minister? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. So yeah. Yep. So she 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 clear, clearly listened to Sturgeon's. Mm -hmm. You must do this. Yeah. It wasn't even Sturgeon. Um, it was that, it was her own advice. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you've got... but yeah, um, I, I I honestly think if 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 Boris and that lot in the government decided to actually be hardball. Sturgeon wouldn't know what to do with herself. She wouldn't do it because she's always a case of opposing them. I know. But how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. She's always she's always a case of uh, you don't hear anything from Sturgeon if she agrees with what the government no, no, is doing. No, what will happen is you'll hear her say, "Told you, <laughs> I was right." Yeah, but even that. Yeah, yeah, but that you it's that kind of element. You don't hear anything from her when she agrees with what the government's doing. As soon as she disagrees with what the government's doing, you hear everything about it. See, I think that's unfair. I believe that's the broadcasting in England rather than what's happening in Scotland. <gasps> the, the how the news is sponsored. Are you trying to say that the English press tried to suppress a Scottish voice? Gosh, really? Wow! If people still don't know that, it. it, it I wouldn't be surprised. 
I don't watch the news, so I, I, I literally, I, I, I go. My news feed is pretty much my Facebook feed because I just, I follow, I, I, share, I read the articles that people read. Oh, because you? it's like, okay. Did you share the post to save the virus from killing people? No. <laughs> I don't. I, I read. I don't share. It's like that whole kind of. Oh yes. Now, the, thankfully, there was no one on my feed that thought it was a conspiracy of 5G. Oh, I um, have so many people in mind. <laughs> oh, I've not had any, but, but I did read it. I think it's genius. It is. <laughs> but but consider, this is what gets me. Considering my dynamic of what my feed is, because my, my Facebook feed is basically, I, I use it for a lot for business. So obviously my friends list is a mishmash of all these different people. Yet not a single one of them was going on about how it was 5G. That every, Everybody on my feed was going against it. <laughs> but it's like... You, you you tailor pick your Facebook friends. You decide on who you actually interact with. So if you're going to do a rant on Facebook, you're actually ranting to people that agree with you, for the most part. So causing our you basically but by doing that argument, yes, you are ranting on Facebook to get it out of your system, but you're also then weeding out that your fa- your friends to find out who actually disagrees with me, so I can then do block. Yes, I'm friend. <laughs> So, on to, on to another question. Um, obviously, it is lockdown, you're self-employed. Are you still producing merchandise? Can people still currently buy some stock from you? Or how, 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 are, you, they are, how, how are you coping, obviously, as, as self-employed during this? Basically, shit. Um, my income has ground to a halt. Because, uh, yeah, DJing has stopped. Um, obviously, the events have stopped. Um, a lot of Moody Bear income came from doing events. Mm. So and selling stock at stock events, I've now got none of that. So I, yeah, I am selling online, kinda. I had to close down the website because my supply chain is buggered. Um, my my suppliers have turned around and said we're not we're, for the safety of our employees in our warehouse. We're not going to send it. Out. You can still order from us, but we're not going to send it out. Okay, that makes perfect sense. So that's lovely for them uh, generating income. <laughs> yeah. So I I am using in the minute. Instagram and Facebook a lot to actually say, okay, I've got this. Would you like it? Uh, I'm doing this. Would you like it? And that generates a bit more income and a bit more stuff. I've got some grab bags going out. Um, hopefully, over the by the end of today. So, um, basically, I've just mystery, mystery bags of uh, sizes of shirt. So for twenty quid. <laughs> That's fine. Because I was about to ask and, what a grab bag is. <laughs> A grab bag is basically four t-shirts of very, very good quality. Um, let's get that in there. Um, very, very good quality that are uh, available at a cheap price because they've been either worn for a modelling shoot or used or the first print. So, but yeah, uh, it's it's very much a case of the, these are basically you, you, they're seconds, but you're going to get them at a damn good price. So, but you don't know what you're getting either. <laughs> and speaking of modelling, if anyone does want to see some of your modelling shoot pictures, are they on the Instagram page still? There's a lot of them on Instagram. There's a lot of pictures on Instagram. Or my Instagram is um, the Moody Bear Instagram is very much a business Instagram. Yes. Um, so it is very much a product shot. It is. It is my selfie firsty moments um, that are on there because I was like, I'm craving attention. Give it to me now, people. <laughs> so Mark that's wouldn't know moment. about thirsty pics. Well, you may, um, you may I, I have an opinion him. on this. You may need to explain. What I have an opinion on is. this. No, no, I have an opinion on it because I think Mark's pictures are only 
little bit thirsty, but not. If that's not even Zarka, I think they're actually a little bit thirsty. But are you on not his close first picks? Are then. you on his close friends list? Yes, I'm on his close friends list. However, I also think because he's only sending it to those few people, it's not a first pick because a first pick is when you want the general public or you want no, a no. mass amount of attention. No, it's just about attention. Yeah, but I think the way the word first is used, I think it's uh, uh, you, you, when you say to someone's being thirsty, I think it's like those people who post selfies in groups and stuff like that. They want a massive amount of attention. When if someone's doing a little bit of a thirst, they just won't basically just validate you, please, like Miles does uh, <laughs> in his close pictures. But he's got a nice ass, so I'm not going to say no to seeing his ass. And I like the legs. I'm a leg man, so... Mm. Uh. <laughs> you left Stephen rocking for a bit there. I think this is triggering. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's... It, I, I agree with you, it's not... It, it, it's a first pick, but I don't think it's to the extent of what... So I'm, I'm like... As, as I said to you, I'm sitting on the fence on this Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how you're sitting on the fence now. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I think it's. I think it's first. I. I. I, I, oh, I, I was listening to your podcast the other week. No, no, no. I, I. I was listening to your your podcast when you were literally laying into each other about this first picture and first stuff and private friends. And I'm thinking, well, he's only sending it to a couple of friends. Is it really a first pick when it's like only a few friends? Um, but it's how many are on that? How many are on that? How many are on that close friends list? Eight, ten. I, I think there's maybe twenty. There isn't many on it. Oh yeah, it's a first pick. There you go. <laughs> I thought it was less than that. I thought you were like talking single digits. No, 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 no. no. But even if no. you send it to a specific person, it's still a thirst pick. No, I, 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 I feel by lying. It's a lovely artistic it, picture. It, that was not a lovely. No, no, it's, def- it's definitely. That was not a lovely artistic no, picture. No, it's that, yeah. that was your asshole gaping open in a jock strap. Stephen, Stephen, I agree with you on that one. It's definitely not artistic. That was quite clearly artistic. There was quite clearly an answer through any implication of what the picture was, and you can use your imagination yes, for what because you were thirsty because you wanted to bottom for whoever that was because it was artistic. Yeah, no, it wasn't yeah, artistic. No, it definitely was. It certainly wasn't artistic. It didn't look artistic from my point of view. That was sure. That, that's lovely. Filth. I take your opinion on board. That I'm quite happy with. No, that. you the don't. Light, light, no, you don't. The, the lighting was off slightly. You could have done with a bit more yeah. texture into the, the shot and. All I can see yeah. is the rocking from the... Stephen. <laughs> I like this rocking from Stephen. It's like kind of like let, let's let's. It, it, so if we press put Stephen, it's my coping mechanism. He rocks. Oh, oh, bless. Oh, isn't he sweet? I usually when people hit my buttons, I normally attack. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm making sure I never hit your buttons. <laughs> so, I've, al- I've already been attacked by North of the Border this week. I don't need it again. Yeah, don't worry. There's a, it was a Facebook argument over kind of someone being vile, and I called oh. them out on it, and then I got attacked. So yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, you only love it when you get blocked off of Instagram or Facebook for your comments. All the time. <laughs> hey, I'm polarizing. I love it when you kind of you 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 you, have, you see people have a conversation with yourself. Oh, oh I'm blocked then. 
Oh, I have a conversation with myself all the time. Yep. I just forget that Steven's there. <laughs> and then he gets the end of it. Oh, all I the can't time. forget Steven. He's, not very, he's very memorable. Uh, no, no, it's not even that. I'll just be having the conversation in my head and forget that I haven't spoken out loud. <laughs> uh, and then I'll get like the last last sentence from him and then the, that look that look from him as if why don't you understand like, I don't know yeah, I've kind of, told you all this already <laughs> yes. haven't I yes. I've told you all this yes mm-hmm. yeah my, my best mate has that yeah he does that with me he kind of says he, um, um, he says you've not told me any of this I'm like I have I have told you no you haven't no no I, I, I think I have. Have I? Oh, I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm certified crazy. It's fine. So, I'm a nutball. Ah, that's my excuse. So, what was it? Was this the first year you took Moody Bear International as well? Or was that sorry, uh, last officially? Year? No, no, last year. Last year was the first year I took it international. Um, uh, I took it to Claw, which is the Cleveland Leather something annual weekend. Yeah, annual weekend. <laughs> and they've changed the A several times now. Um, you know, it's it's amazing how gays make acronyms fit. Yes, <laughs> they just do. How was that experience? Uh, it was very humbling um, because you had people that basically turned around and said, "Oh, I've been wanting your stuff for years, but the shipping's a bitch." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know." Um, but yeah, it, it was very humbling that a lot of people came to support. A lot of people came to kind of out and um, to to the actual event just to see me. Um, the support I've had out there is very um, overwhelming because they really have. When what, if you want what a community can be in tough times, the US have it down pat. The US gays have it really down pat. They have it. Um, they have. They they complain about their infights and everything else like that. But when the shit hits the fan, they really do pull together. Um, and when they see a, basically a uh, somebody in their community, as they can consider them in their community, for me it's the uh, leather guys that are over there and stuff like that. Um, it they just really do get behind something. They really do get behind the brand, especially if it's a gay brand or it's a gay um, person working on it. Uh, and then when it, when they read the story of Moody Bear, it's like, oh my god, we were even more so going to come from you. Um, I'm like, all right, okay, <laughs> thanks. But yeah, um, I have no. Majority of the time, I, I kind of try and hide in a corner when people come come up to me. But Calvin will not let me. <laughs> he refused that. That's that's the other daddy, by the way, Calvin. Um, <laughs> he's the one that basically runs the uh, runs things over there for me. Um, he runs. He or, he organises the um, the the look of the stall, everything else over there. So I just have to produce stock. So he's been a godsend um, for helping expand it. But yeah, it was it was a dream to actually say, okay, I want I would I would love to do a US event. Um, I never thought I'd be able to because I never thought I'd be in a financial position to do it. Uh, then after the robbery happened um, and everyone did that massive fundraiser, um, I thought, okay, I've still got a little bit left um, from all this because they gave above and beyond. Um, I'm going to use that to invest in going over to the States because a lot of the money came from the States um, and did it that way and gave back that way because I constantly want to just kind of plough back into it plough back into the community but yeah and then I did MAL this January which was even more kind of incredible so what's MAL? Um, MAL is the Mid-Atlantic level weekend um, 
leather weekends are different over the leather uh bear leather weekends attract bears and everything else every other subset community going uh their bear weekends tend to be pretty much purely bears i chose the leather weekends because the bear weekends they have like 15 t-shirt sellers mm. so but a level weekend they'll have two or three so i was like okay let's go for that then and rather than kind of go somewhere where the community's already been saturated might as well go for something let's try something different um and because of the lines that i do of the superhero stuff and everything else it's kind of more into that their cosplay fetishy type style geek stuff rather than kind of being um more into kind of general big bear stuff um but the bear, the bears the you you have an awful lot of bigger bears come over to the lever events over there and stuff like that so it's kind of fun in that aspect because i get to meet an awful lot of the customers but i'm hoping to do a one of the smaller bear events over there at some point in the next year if if we ever get out of this <laughs> see i have plans i have future plans yay <laughs> makes a change for me i'm normally so doom and gloom <laughs> Because I mean, look, looking at the way it's going, Bear Scots potentially will be the first bear run of the year at this rate. It, it Bear Scots could be the first bear run of the year, um, but I will probably only be there half the time. So, because it's also the Manchester Leather Weekend that weekend. Yes, because that was what I looked at doing last year. Because there were two weekend, I think they were the same weekend as well. Uh, they were, they were the same weekend last year, but. Um, no, actually, no. The, the weekend before last year, was the one, they were yeah. two separate. Yeah, um, but this year they're on the same weekend, uh, which makes very difficult for me because I want to trade at both. Mm. So I have put the idea forward uh, because Bear Scots is a big event, and after last year, um, everything that happened last year, I am not exactly overly excited about doing a full weekend event mm. of it, marketing wise. Um, because the Saturday was abysmal for me, um, um, and we can even talk about that if you want me to. <laughs> Stephen's like, yes. <laughs> well, I've already like had my good like ten cents worth for that. Yeah, we, we uh, it was it's Bear Scots is not an event. Bear Scots has been going on for this will be their eleventh year. No, twelfth. Oh, um, no, I think this is something like the eleventh. I think you're right. This is their 11th year of doing it. Um, and it's the same formula. Exactly the same formula every single time. Um, they don't have anything new barring the actual uh, tours. The tours change. But the market, when I brought them... Because um, I brought the market up to there first when it was back in the Newtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I brought the market and I had the market in the Newtown bar first off. I had a little tiny table of stuff. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. And then the year after it expanded to half the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the new town closed. Um, yeah, because that was that was hilariously funny actually. But yeah, then uh, we moved to CCs. I contacted CCs and did the upstairs bar up there. Um, and I had it first of all upstairs in the in the alcove as you go into the bar, mm. and that was amazing because it was as soon as you walk in the bar, you saw us. Um, then they put us into the basement, and it all changed because you've got to get people from the front of the bar to the furthest part of the bar. And it's like, okay, now we've got, we need to signpost it, we need to cover this, do everything else. Um, so, last year, um, on the Saturday afternoon, somebody decided to take all the signposts down. 
It was a shit show. Absolutely zero. It was a shit show. It was, there was a zero signposting, anything like that. Um, Friday was absolutely fantastic for me. Um, the Friday that I did great sales, I um, did on average what I normally do uh, for Bear Scots on a Friday. But the Saturday I normally do very, very well because there's a lot of people come down for the event, a lot of people come into it. But the thing I got was, oh, we didn't know you were here. Oh, well, um, I got messages of people. Are you actually? On, do you have a store this year? Yeah, I'm in CC's. We're in the we're in the basement. Say, oh, well, no one's told us. I'm like, okay, this is uh, yeah. It says, oh, I've heard you're not having one this year. What? Oh, I've been told not to come and shop from you. What? <laughs> so that kind of prompted my big rant on the week after, because I got people telling me they've been physically told not to come and see me. They've been told the market had been closed. The signposts have been taken down, and it felt personally like someone out there had tried to try and sabotage things um and yes i've found a lot of information out from that there's a lot of people have come forward and said oh yeah we've also heard this about you we've also heard this about you we've heard about i'm like okay what the fuck am i doing this community for to get this attacked um but it's all been kept under out of my radar for a while um because uh <laughs> I do have an amazing set of friends that do actually kind of keep me out of this sort of aspect. So they'll, they'll um, it's like if you, if, if my best mate had seen any of this happening, he would have lynched them. Um, but I also have like the, the guys in the, the man bears committee and my, um, Steve and Mike, who I live with, um, there's people up in Scotland, obviously that kind of look out for me as well. Um, and a lot of them will, uh, just be kind of like, yeah, we, we, we will diffuse this for him because he won't cope with this. And I didn't. I didn't cope with that fact that somebody uh, went out their way to personally attack me and my business and everything else. Um, but yeah, I've, I've put it forward that if Bear Scots goes ahead, because I personally, I can see lockdown ha- uh, being released, but I don't think events should carry on for the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. I think for safety aspect, events should be basically wiped off to 2020 because it, that way... Um, if we do, if you do have an event, I think the the, the numbers are going to have to be severely limited. They will not be able to have the six hundred plus in the caves. No, absolutely because not. Because it, it's just not safe. It's just not safe. Um, there's and there's that thing of there's always a bear flu after bear scots. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I like puppy cough. I like the new one of puppy cough. Oh, it's kennel cough. Kennel cough, that's it. I quite like that as well. That's, yeah. that's fun. There's kennel cough. There's cave cough and kennel cough and everything else. But, but Mark, now you've got this aspect to of... event. Yeah. Shade. Pretty much. It's the truth. Yeah. But I, I, I've put it forward that what we do um, to make bear, to improve Bear Scots and to improve the aspect of what the market brings to Bear Scots is that on the Friday... Uh, we have one set of stall holders and then on Saturday you have another set of stall holders. That way it opens the market up to other stall holders and other people that can actually have access to that market, which is huge for Bear Scots. It is huge. Um, because at the minute they've they've got me and Bobo generally and uh, Cover the Crochet that are literally there. And it's like, well, there's also other companies um, who I could mention <laughs> who are wanting to be part of it all. And it's like, well... Yeah, they should be part of it. There's no reason why they shouldn't be part of it. Um, so why not open it up to them for the Saturday? Um, because that way they've got a, a fair chunk of the pie, and that way I can then come back down and do level weekend as well. 
I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. It also means you can make much more of a, a day of. I'm here exclusively yeah. selling this day, so, so I, I can see, yeah, it this, from, I can see and, it from both sides. I think I think it's a really clever idea. It, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great because uh, I, I was when it all happened. I literally spent this. Um, we came home on the Sunday morning, and I spent the Sunday on the ride back thinking how can how can i fix this how can we make this better because i didn't know any of the shit that had gone on mm. first um i didn't find that out until sunday night where um, people were messaging me during karaoke. i'm like yeah great cheers thanks <laughs> um but yeah uh then all that kind of i think kind of thinking how can we make this better how can we how can it, uh, it, it even down to the thing of okay is my time at bear scott's finished because people are bored of my product is is it time for me to step away and say okay let someone else have a go i'm thinking well i still made the money on friday so it's kind of yeah okay what um i also offer the biggest diverse products around so it's like uh, okay yeah no i don't i don't want to not do it but i've also got level weekend here how can i make them both work well if we did this it would work for all parties involved because that way they can also and say and even more parties involved because that way it brings a bigger draw of businesses to and the event mm. so that way it's, it, it, for me it's like kind of yeah like if you want to open up the the doors to other businesses which you've not been able to because of the size of cc's then here you go here's an opportunity have a, a one set of market and traders on the friday have another set of market and traders on saturday uh, that way you get six or seven for the price of what you normally get for free no. No, but hopefully that it, we'll, so we'll see how it goes normally I find out about Bear Scott's around July time mm. so um, I don't book anything until that point because it's like yeah okay we'll see what happens um, but I don't think anyone's making any answers or announcements about events until after lockdown anyway but yeah it, 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 as an event organiser this is you, we're going to have to seriously because we've got we've got we've potentially got pre-hive in November. Yes, it's a smaller event, mm-hmm. um, but we are going to have to limit numbers. But pre-hive's also we getting are, bigger and bigger. It is. That's the scary part. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That last year we had the most we'd ever had. Um, we had over 300, uh, 300 people, which is still a small event for pre-hibernation. Uh, well, for ma- ma- bears in general, it's it's, it's three hundred people. But three hundred people for pre-hive is damn good. A pre-hive used to be 50 people because mm-hmm. it used to be very local very kind of this but now it's 300 odd people coming to an event and like okay we might have to limit it that because of the social distancing and everything else rules so um, yes you're in a club yes you're going to be in close quarters but we still need to be very careful that people can move around um, they don't have to kind of um, barge into each other and be like sardines and that aspect um, and I can see that Bars and clubs are going to have to really think about how they're going to move forward with this. No, and that's it. And it's, it, 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 the other thing with logistics with bears is nine times out of ten, we're slightly bigger than a twink. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so even then, at capacity, it can still be a lot less numbers. Yeah. To, to still allow movement. That's one thing I'm. I love. I love the fact that's how the REM's done their capacity, though. The, the REM has done capacity based on bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can always remember so it was like, I, Chicago Bear Pride uh, they had it, a sign up for the lift going you know only four bears per lift <laughs> well yeah yeah I can imagine that yeah 
because they they're not exactly small bears over there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good fun way of kind of increasing well, changing things and making things people aware of it. But yeah, capacities wise, I think they're going to have to look at how bars and clubs run, um, and especially for licensing point of view as well, because bars and clubs well obviously they require the numbers to get in. But the the safety limits are normally to the point where people are shoulder to shoulder for the capacities. Now that now because of health implications and because of a pandemic, then again, always for health implications, it was always a problem because you could catch anything. But now because there is this deadly virus that we could all catch. Now I want to know if they could give you a, a permanent sneeze screen around your DJ booth going forward, you know, so people can't come talk at you. Well, the, the, the DJ booth in the REM was already kind of... It has the screen there, uh-huh. and I'm already quite high... Have you, have you been to the REM since the renovation? Not since the renovation, I don't think. Oh, right, okay. I'm now like six foot in the gods. I was, I was going to rephrase that, but then, Kate, I've also never been in the REM sober, so... Uh, well, true. <laughs> true. Um, the REM is now... Basically, I am now um, very high up. Because you, you're still at so, the back. I'm still at the back of the bar. I'm still on. Uh, I'm now the DJ booth is now on the stage rather than being below the stage. Yes. Um, so I'm now another two foot high. For anyone who doesn't know, by the way, is, how tall are you? I'm six foot five. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like eight foot in the gods of this um, DJ booth now, which is quite funny in some respects. But it also means I can see everything. So quite. Especially when it comes to REM light, it's even more fun. So, so you can see that drunk bear coming up to you, going, "Put Britney on." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When there's there's drunk people. Oh, have you? Oh, oh. And Mark disappeared. Who's been lost? <laughs> Is that me or Stephen? Reconnecting. Yeah, I can see that. Is that Stephen reconnecting? It's just like a normal conversation with Mark. It's just oh, kind well. of zones out. <laughs> so, for anyone listening to the podcast at the moment, we have apparently lost Stephen. I'm, I don't know what's up with him. So, <laughs> who broke it? Mark. Oh, I'm blaming Mark. going to be happy. Oh. Huh? Who Hello? broke it? Hello. Wasn't me. Hello. I didn't do anything. So I've now lost Andrew. Yes. Do you want to add him back in? Uh, how do I do that? Um. Oh, there we go. Plus button. There you go. Did that? Is he there? Have you added him? You have his number. Because you disappeared first. Oh, did I? I've seen you disappear because I could still see Andrew. Nope. Me and Andrew were still Uh, here. Do you know what? Two seconds. I'm doing it. And we're calling. Hello. I didn't break it. Wasn't me. Didn't do anything. It was no, Mark. No, no, it was all Mark. I'm blaming Stephen. Stephen went off first. No, you went off first, Andrew. Well, I could still see Andrew talking. But me and Andrew were still talking. You disappeared. No, you disappeared from mine. No. I all, all I saw was the fact you both froze, and I was like, I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> so that's going to be an interesting two minutes. <laughs> Is, is this the way of kind of forcing the break in the middle of the podcast? Is that what happens when you... <laughs> and who's our break produced by, Andrew? Oh, yeah, Stephen. 
I, I was like, is that sponsorship moment then? Is that a kind of... A... I don't know, Mark. What's his name? Jonas Gladnikov. Gladnikov. I'm getting there. <laughs> no, you're not. What? Who's this? What? <laughs> He's the guy that done our music. Our music for the show. Oh, is he? No. Oh, yeah. oh. You, you, have a, you have official producers and everything. Oh, my yeah. God. You are like a proper... You're like a proper podcast, He's, aren't you? Uh, well... <laughs> I know. Wow. Um, Jonas is like seriously accomplished. He's worked on um, a whole load of Eurovision songs. He's written songs, produced songs. Really good. Obviously not very good then for Eurovision. <laughs> Which has also been cancelled this year. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they are looking at virtual though. That would be fun. That that would be really yeah. clever and fun. Um, we might they made the announcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know we might. They made the announcement. Um, I think it was two weeks ago that they're going to look at doing a virtual contest. Um, so basically, having a TV show but broadcast all the videos and broadcast other things, and then do the but make, then try and do it that way. That would that would that'd be quite fun. Um, it would be good because it would then be taking on the the aspect of the song and the performance and the video production as well as anything else. Which which is which would be interesting. Plus, I, I don't know if you listen to um, Stephen. What's the podcast with the Irish drag queens? Um, she was the host with um, you know who I mean, don't you? I can see that look on your face. She was the host with um, Miss Cracker. Mm-hmm. Don't know what's it called, well, Mark. Drag- huh? What's it called? What's it called? I don't know. What is it called? I can't remember. <laughs> Can you remember the drag um, queen? But they had they had the Irish entry of um, Eurovision on their podcast recently. She was actually quite interesting. The song's really mm. good. Yeah, there are some quite good this year. Um, yeah, but it's, it's 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 a podcast with drag queens, and I don't do drag queens unless I'm working in them. Yes. Yeah, so, so so I believe one of the comments that we did see is this: you have an opinion on drag queens, or specifically <laughs> drag? Is it drag queens or drag race? Drag race, I don't like. I don't. I don't enjoy drag race at all. I, I can totally I, understand. I don't that. get it. I don't get it at all. I just. I, I. To me, I think it's because I've worked with drag queens and I've, I've seen the effort and everything else they go to on the, when they're doing a show, um, and seeing the RuPaul stuff is like this is really bad drag because they're lip syncing. They're they're look they're focused more on looking like actual women rather than impersonations. They're not. It's like, where's the characterization? Where's everything else? Um, but to be fair, I've only ever watched two episodes. Um, I watched the first episode of season one because someone was like, "Oh, you need to watch this." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll watch this." And I'm like, "I can't watch this. No, this is this shit." No. And then, and then I watched um, while I was in Australia in the Great Barrier Reef in a wonderful six-star hotel. Uh, watched the episode season one, ep- uh, season seven, episode one. And that I was really the two like, worst seasons. Yeah. Yes. That's... <laughs> I, having said that, Andrew, I'd like to challenge you to watch the UK Drag Race. I, ignore the I, American. I, just watch the just watch the episode where they do um, the Frog Destroyers, which I think is episode yeah, three. I've I no, yes. I saw part of it. Uh, no, I saw part of an episode when the fl- the flatmates were having it on, and I was like, oh no, please, no. <laughs> Did you have to because it's. Room? I did. I got. I went to my room because I just can't be. I can't. It's. I. I host. I host the drag on a Sunday in, in the Rem, and it's like, 
yeah, this is just this is just all stage. This is all an act. This is all. This is like kind of at least uh, I did think at least these can sing, unlike the Americans a lot of the time. Um, but it's like the, the drag culture is completely different in the UK to US. So the show's going to be completely different. Well, this and my argument would be a lot of UK drag comes from panto dames and yeah. that sort of culture opposed to it does yeah and you and you and you can see that from uh, rather than the polished um because U- US culture drag queen culture comes from that whole female impersonation and um in pageantry mm. because they have the, obviously they have the drag drag queen pageantry over there um because that's how RuPaul became famous yeah. um because he won a pageant um but yeah, it's that aspect of kind of it's the it's the look. You look at Two Wong Fu. It's all about how they basically how clean they look, how the contour they look, how kind of effeminate they look, and everything else. Whereas the UK is like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to walk around and like that. I do kind of like bag of chips for that because she's just basically a bloke in a dra- a bloke in a frock. So slightly more like um, Priscilla, Queen of the Day, that. Yeah, more that sort of aspect. That's that. That to me, that when I see Priscilla, Priscilla to me is drag because it is a case of this is not. Um, we are doing this to basically have fun and have, have a good time, whereas the US one seems to take it very seriously. A case of this is my life, drag is my life, and I'm like, eh. but uh, you've also got drag, drag SOS, which uh, I think drag is basically at the minute is so. It's like anything; it's become popular culture. Mm. And it's gonna it, because it's become popular culture, it will kill it eventually. Um, and you're getting the people that are the extremes of the original saying, "Oh, drag was never meant to be this, and drag was never meant to be that." I'm like, drag is impersonation. Drag is fun. Drag is um, basically you taking the piss. That's what drag is. Drag should be. It's like when someone turns around and t- tells me my leather is drag, and I'm like, "Don't you dare go there." <laughs> is your leather oh. not drag? No, it's like the oh yeah, but Rue says RuPaul says everything that we uh, 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 the rest is drag. No, drag is impersonation. Drag is uh, fakery. Drag is um, complete everything else. Drag does not have a sexual element to it, whereas my leather gear has a sexual element to it. So that's where I draw that line of what everyone says. Oh yeah, your gear is drag. I'm like, no, it's not, because I have this sexual fetish for this. I'm not. If if I if I was if, if I was doing drag I was doing in person it's like when I put a costume on to me that's drag, but my leather is not a costume my leather is what I wear because I I enjoy wearing it. People see it as a costume a lot of the time because I'm wearing it on stage, but it's because it one it empowers me and makes me feel sexually confident. So, but it's not a drag persona. What you get when I'm in my leather is still me. When you when someone does drag, it's something completely different. So it's that aspect of what kind of what is drag, but yeah, well, I, I do get the oh well, RuPaul says this, RuPaul does this, RuPaul, and I'm like, stop listening to the Church of RuPaul. She's no, not everything. Be all on. It's like, come on, the, it, even the yeah, I did your comment the other week about kind of the US queens revere her like some sort of kind of godlike creature, and the UK queens think, oh my god, this is just somebody. She's a TV host. Got lucky. She's a TV host that got lucky. Yeah. Yeah, basically, she's like Ben Foden. Just, I mean, I mean, the one thing which would have made UK Drag Race better is if it had been hosted by Dame Edna Etheridge. Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> if, they'd, if they'd had a, a UK drag queen, actually, or a 
Because to me, I, I grew up with Dame Edna and I grew up with Lily Savage and stuff like that. I'd have that loved is to drag. see Paul Grady come back as Lily Savage and host it as Lily Savage. Because it uh, would have been was vicious. He, was he a guest judge? No, I don't know. No, they've not had one because no. he's... Is he not affiliated with ITV and Channel Oh, he's ITV now, now yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's ITV and Channel 4. Um, but yeah, he, 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 to me, if he was on it, Jesus, he would he would tear them to pieces. They wouldn't be able to broadcast it. <laughs> That that's part so, of also what made the British one slightly better is that it was a lot a lot more candid. There was a lot more. Yeah, um, I think the one thing I did see was when they were doing the um, tearing the strips off each other. One of the little mini games, and oh. you could see RuPaul like kind of what the hell did you just say? The reading challenge. Yeah, the reading challenge. Yeah, and I, I, that I did like. I kind of liked that because to me that was what drag is. Mm. That is that, but I, to me it was like it doesn't it doesn't carry the same weight because they're not in drag. When they're yeah. doing it out of drag, yeah. when they're doing it out of drag, it, it looks like t- to me when they're doing it out of drag and they're doing it as the boy selves, they're basically being a bitch and being an arsehole. Yeah, because it's not their because character. It's not their character, um, but they're being told to do this character in their boy self, and it kind of that misses them up lines up a little bit. Whereas a lot of the UK drag will say, "Well, this is me out of drag. I do this. This is me in drag. I'm like this," and that is that complete impersonation. Whereas the uh, the drag race really blurs the lines of it because you have to kind of turn around and say, um, "Okay, I've got to be, I've got to be switched on all the time. I've got to be my drag persona in and out of drag." Right. I am. Otherwise, yeah. Going to go. I'm watching time. We have a little bit of wrap up time to do, so I'm going to push. Are you any other questions, Stephen? As well. Um, yes, I have fun questions. Okay, fun questions. Oh, Let's go. Fun questions. Right. Yay! So, quick fire round. What do you think about prep? I don't like it. Favourite and most memorable sexual encounter? Favourite what? And most memorable sexual encounter. I thought you said favourite animal sexual encounter. <laughs> I thought you I said like, that as well. It's like, what? <laughs> favourable and memorable. Um, oh, God. Can you add the Making love and a lightning storm. here, please? <laughs> Making love in a lightning storm. Okay. <laughs> With your glasses on, then it would be dangerous. First boyfriend making love in a lightning storm. And this is something from Mark. So, who's your favourite co host, Stephen or Mark? (laughs) Um, Can't really say. You can, because it won't offend either of them. Stephen's winning, anyways. No, well. Who came up with the podcast? Mark technically did. Technically it's technically did. his. Po- idea, yeah. It's his podcast, technically. Technically his podcast, but you bring the character to it. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, see, you give. Uh, thing is, you can't give Stephen a compliment because he then goes all shy. Oh god, yeah, it's like dragging teeth. Yeah, it's oh, like. like you, no way do you give me a compliment, Mark. I give you a compliment all the time. When? One that's, not, one, one that's not tinged with sarcasm. No, yeah, but the thing is, it, Stephen, if it's not hinted with sarcasm, you turn into a shy little baby. Thank you. Yep, that's because I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, because because if you, it, whenever I've given you a compliment, you've always gone like, oh my god. Yep. Yeah, I don't do compliments. Yeah. I don't do compliments. Just very, I, okay. Just very quickly, so this I, is an audio podcast. What Andrew was doing there was pulling his head under his jumper. <laughs> 
Well, then again, you, you're both not shy because you've both modelled for Stephen Rolfe. So yes, we know. I'm shy. <laughs> By the way, you uh, those photos are amazing of you both. Um, they really, really do capture your personalities and your look, and it's really, really great to see. See, I'd say I'm shyer in my pictures with Stephen Rolfe than Stephen is. Uh, that's because you are generally when it comes to um, when it comes to being out there, you're shy. When it comes to being out there, Stephen can quickly click into I'm. In, this is my podcast mode. This is my personality mode. I can then do basically anything I need to do. Yep. So he's much. able to kind of switch into that, whereas you can't. You you're you're very much a case of uh, I don't know what to do there. <laughs> I like that all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even think it's that with Mark. I think he needs validation from like people or someone, and if he doesn't think that what he's doing is not necessarily validation, but confirmation that what he's doing is right, he second guesses himself. Yeah, you, you both second guess yourself a lot. Because you can hear that on the podcast. You're both like, kind of like, you can hear when you're kind of, oh, okay, I don't know, if, is that the right thing to say? Is that not the right thing to say? <laughs> I would still say it. <laughs> yeah, you still say it, but then you don't kind of deal with the consequences afterwards. But yeah, it's, it's, it's that aspect of, you, you're both introverted kind of people being extroverted on a podcast. So it's kind of against your own personality grain to actually do what you're doing, but you're doing it anyway. Um, and especially when you're doing it during this type, sort of time when everyone's being introverted and kind of hiding away from the world. So, But yes, my, my favourite presenter, I don't think I have one because you are both incredibly awesome and I do respect everything that you two do. I think that what you do is... Um, I know I'm not gaslighting, so shush. So, Mark would know what gaslighting is because he is a gaslighter. So, anyway, but yeah, I think what you both do for what what you've both done for the community by doing the podcast is fantastic and amazing. Um, and I love the fact that we you've got the spotlight of bringing kind of the Scottish element into it all because it's very, very much an unheard area of what people do. Um, I do wish sometimes you didn't always focus on drag race because that, that does really... Oh. Ugh. But a drag race is but fun. It's... But yeah, I, I kind of get my drag race fix. I don't, I don't need to watch drag race. You know why I don't need to watch drag race? I just listen to you two. <laughs> <laughs> you basically give the rundown of the whole episode anyway. Yep, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> so it's like it's like when you mentioned Sherry Pie the other week with oh. um with with Tom, and I was like, what the fuck, Sherry Pie? So I actually had to Google Sherry Pie. So I was like, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Again, if you find the script, we'd like a copy of the script. I want the script. I I can't find it. <laughs> Well, the script of what he used? Uh, no, no, there's a whole script, but there's this whole live So he created a script for this yeah. movie, stage, stage show, show, and that's what he was sending to people, to basically get them to send him videos of them naked and masturbating. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a porn script. I want the script. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's well, probably be, it, uh, it wouldn't be surprised if it's been made by one of the studios. No, it's something, just got no his hands on it. it's something that he wrote. Oh, he wrote he, it. Cr- he oh, created God, it. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, yes. it is. It's, it's yes. crazy. That's a lot of effort. And for him to give the wishy washy apology, oh, I'm really sorry for how I affected people. Well, you went to all this effort to <laughs> do it. <laughs> and he only stopped yeah. doing it once he was on Drag Race. So it wasn't like he understood the ramifications of his actions. He understood the wow. press ramifications of his actions. 
That's just... Uh, yeah. See, yeah, you should listen that's... more to our Drag Race reviews. Next question, Stephen. Um, <laughs> I think... So much for quickfire. Yeah. Bill, they were quickfire, but you didn't answer one. <laughs> well, I did answer one. I said you're no, both you awesome. Didn't. Nope. I said either that's or. That's not an answer. Um, <laughs> Told you, I'm sitting on the fence on that one. Mm. I like you both. I honestly like you both equally. I like. I think. You, I think you're both amazing. Um, you're a perfect balance in presenter world because you have basically the the way the one that winds you up all the time, and then the one that re- re- reacts all the time. So, so Mark, you're the wind up. I'm the reactor. Well, that depends on who's talking to who, really. Uh huh. Lies. I've seen. I've heard you wind him up. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need to wind him up. He just he fires that ammunition straight at me. Ready? You yeah, see. <laughs> anyway, next question. Um, I think that was it for the quick ones. Have you got anything, Mark? <laughs> yes. I, I love salt, the, I love the way prep was like no. Sauce. Oh, salt. No, neither. Ugh. Vodka, salt and mayo. Vodka or gin? Neither, because I don't drink. I'm teetotal. <laughs> yeah, you knew this, Mark. Rubber or leather? Uh, rubber more than leather. Top or bottom? Um, adaptive submissive. Favourite top? Favourite dom? Favourite dom? <laughs> Too many to mention. <laughs> Favourite sub? Do- uh, for me, again, there's been some good ones. <laughs> One particularly in Berlin that I choked out that was kind of fun. Yeah, breathless is the only thing which kind of freaks me out. Depends how it's done. Never do it on your own. <laughs> That's where Mark's gone wrong. <laughs> health, health and safety. Health, health and safety. Health, Never. <laughs> That, that's my that, yeah. That's, that's my disclaimer. Says that now children do not do this on your own. Do you have any questions for us? Uh, um, favorite bear brand? Moody Bear. Moody Bear. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of had to say that, really. Well, no. Um, I'm not. I'm definitely well. No, no there's no. There's no real questions for you two because I love what you're doing. So, where do you see the podcast going, by the way? In like a year's time or two years' time? Where do you see it going? Well, if we've not killed each other, probably much the same as it's going now. <laughs> well, with social distancing, you're fine with not killing each other. Oh, I could still send them some poison. You could still send things through the post. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is part of the element of why people love your podcast, is because there is this genuine, either kind of... You have that friendship there that's strong enough to withstand being bitchy as hell to each oh, other. Oh, we love to hate on each other. <laughs> so, I, my, fa- I think the, 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 my favorite. There's been a couple of times when you dropped it. Gone this week is. Oh, I miss that you're not here to walk up Arthur's seat with. That was last and week, not this for the, week. For the first, for the first time ever, not. Oh, I'm glad you didn't try and kill me on the way up Arthur's seat. I can be nice. Oh, oh, that was nice. It was right. He's saying he misses you. I, he's saying he misses you. I literally you. said I miss him. I know. I miss him too. And he's and using it, it to miss... take the piss. Oh. I, no, no. I I miss it when we go to the movies and Stephen watches me almost die when I jump. Right. So much and fun. And then laughs at me. Yes. Right. Whilst I'm sitting like, spasming oh, from my back. 
that, that was almost an emotional moment of, I miss him, I miss him too. Oh, did you hear that podcast lands? They miss each other. Oh. <laughs> it's all right, you can edit that bit out, Stephen. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's, a, there's an awful lot I could talk about. There's an awful lot I could still talk about. Ooh. Well, you will be no, on we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you on the game once everything's over, but we can sit down and do it in a Maybe room. if Mark comes down to Manchester, when he promises he's going to come down to Manchester, we could get you on when there's all three of us. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yep, and then we can come. We, we can come. We can come to a Moody Bear interview at the studio. Yep, sure. You, you could actually, yeah. You could, uh, we could have costume changes, and everything. There we go. Yes. <laughs> you haven't seen my dress-up wardrobe. I can imagine. I was going to say, yeah. I, I'll be standing can, in the can, corner, can, scared. Can we put Stephen in rubber? No. Uh, you, you, you also have the aspect of I've got an awful lot of the original Showbears costumes here. <gasps> Even better. I want Stephen in something shiny with tassels. Oh no 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 no! The original Showbears costumes, the one before they went glitzy. Oh god! <laughs> so, Is that the sailor hats? Uh, no, that's been before that. Oh god! This is but we're talking Disney float and Disney costumes. I've got seven dwarf costumes and soldier costumes and. Well, that's Stuff cute. Like that. Stephen could be a dwarf, and me and you could be Prince Charming and Snow White. And I think I've got a, a, a dress for the height. a dress for the girl from um, Mary Poppins. Mary, the daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've now got images of you dressed as Mary Poppins. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got, I, I still have my bell dress, my ball gown. Oh. Is it a big floof dress? It is a big floof dress. It needs a hoop, but it needs a, it's a big floof dress. Mark got hey, it was custom made to fit my Basque. <laughs> hey, you're a side, you don't have a hoop. I said Mark. <laughs> oh. Right, thank you very much. So, mm, it's all right. I, I, it'd be a pleasure to come back. Where can everyone find you on the socials? Social media, I am at the Moody Bear on Instagram. I am www.themoodybear.com. I am the Moody Bear on Facebook. Um, you can also see my personal profile as Andrew Clark. You can also find um, the Moody Pup and also on Twitter as the Moody Bear. That's with the mark. The. That is a the at the front. I am the Moody yes. Bear. Yes. Not Moody Bear. Um. No. <laughs> You can come. You can. Uh, people call me Moody Bear anyway. But uh, someone, someone's a Moody Bear. Someone's even nicked Moody Bear YouTube channel now. Oh really? So really? I have to be the, yes. So I, yeah. So I've got. Uh, I'm the Moody Bear on YouTube as well. But um, someone's taken Moody Bear. And when's your next um, Instagram live Zoom Facebook DJing live. set? Is that tonight? Uh, there will be a D- mini DJing set tonight for a couple of hours uh, on Facebook and Twitch. Oh yeah, twitch.tv slash the Moody Bear DJ is another one. Uh, Get that one um, got that one um, I'm doing Barioke, the new Barioke show uh, virtual show this is a complete all new technology of doing different camera angles and different things and fading in and out and everything else um, but yeah I'm going to try and do uh, that on Sunday for the challenge the Barioke challenge um, oh, and so, for, for yeah. anyone who doesn't know Andrew also puts a list of songs up you get to vote which karaoke song you would like him to sing murder <laughs> and you can always spot the shady bears because you can spell when it's a song that you don't want to sing 
because certain yeah. bears then kind of share it going can you just go vote for this one <laughs> yeah like, yeah you mean like when sweet transvestite happened <laughs> yes <laughs> So that yes, that video is still the most watched video I have ever had. <laughs> I think me falling over in heels was the, the worst part. See, that's drag. <laughs> that is drag. What the falling over or the wearing the heels? <laughs> the wearing the heels and me taking. Look, I, I literally, I, you, it's it's embarrassing to, to even watch. But yeah, it's it's um, scarily the the messages you get some from certain people. Oh, can you wear that when we hook up? Like, no, no. Stephen, let's get that one on the Insta on our Instagram page. <laughs> well, I can find I can find a video where he slut drops. <gasps> of course, <laughs> I found a video from that night, but I cannot find the actual video. What what song was I doing? I can't remember. I re I really can't remember. It was halfway through the night. I want to say it was Bear Bash last year. It would have been in the challenge. Um. You were wearing chaps, and I want to say you were wearing a black and yellow jock. And I was, yes. You turned um, round, and yeah. everything just popped. And you literally had to hold the jock in place. Oh, I think I remember this video as well. <laughs> it was hilarious. That, uh, oh, it, this, oh there's, there's been... My pants falling apart on stage is kind of a, is a standard joke for a lot of things. When I did when we did Manchester Pride, I've had my jeans fall apart in the middle of the stage, so that was interesting. Um, the year after my arse split when I did the when I did one of the dance moves, that was even better. And then I've had my kilt on, which then decided to kind of the up gust of wind. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've had my so, wardrobe so malfunctions of me generally happen. What I'm hearing is your habitual flasher. <laughs> I'm I'm I I am not shy of the body that I have. He says that now on a podcast, then goes completely shy when anyone ever says asks for a naked photo. <laughs> so just go watch his tea dancing. Tea dancing, tea dancing's fun. I might do that in a bit. It's fine. What, if you need dress? any tips on sent nudes, ask Mark. But they're not thirst traps, so you're all right. Well, he knows how to take a photo of his ass. I know how but to take an artistic he? photo. Uh, uh. <laughs> right, Stephen, let's wrap this up. Yes. <laughs> so please subscribe, review and follow Bear With Me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher and Deezer. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can contact the show by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. You can follow myself at SparkyCop and you can follow me at Just Home Town Boy and, and you can follow Andrew, Andrew at, at the Moody Bear. Yay. <laughs> well done. Right. Are you ready? Oh my God, you did it without a mistake. Are you ready oh, to do the closing line, bit. Andrew? It's this bit. Oh, well, yeah. I've got to do the closing but line. Yeah. you listen to the podcast, you should know this. Oh. Everyone ready? <laughs> yep. No, I don't know what the closing line is. You need to give me a script here, people. <gasps> 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 we had Shady. Because he said he was a fan. Shady. <laughs> I am a fan. I'm a fan. Well, it doesn't mean I, I take notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah here's, here's my answer to the best um, bear with me post there you go Tom <laughs> I'm alright with uh, that uh, someone else isn't because he was on the episode with Tom <laughs> <laughs> see that one mm -hmm. 
that was that was fun. I did I did like this like, kind of like, Tom's big butch top thing. Yeah. See, uh-huh. thank you. I struggled with that as well. <laughs> Fame queen realness. Really yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, I'm a big butch top thing. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. I'm expecting top and he works for a certain electronic retailer, you know. It's stop it, so we're not like, stop it. It's so on brand. Stop it. I didn't mention it. No, I know. Oh, is that what, is that, is that what the beeps were for? Yeah. What the beeps were? Oh, no. <laughs> no, that was because he mentioned someone. No, he mentioned something that he can't mention because his um, work may or may not listen to any podcast that he's on. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that, 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 that's not Big Brother at all, is oh, it? No, not at all. Right, should we go for this? Yes, are we ready? Yay! Thank, Thank you, you for listening, listening to us. And bear, and bear with, with me. me. Wow! Do you know <laughs> what? You could you, you could all like we could all say it individually. Then Stephen could just match up the audio. I'm really not. Cause I'm oh, going to no. leave this in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, does that mean I've got to do it with you now? Oh, is that now? Okay. Are we, we going to so, try it yeah. again? We'll try again. With men, okay. Ready? Uh huh. Thank, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right, we're done. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>